Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. And I have again our super fantabulous Dr. Lucas Giacometis, everybody. Hi there. Welcome. I'm so happy to be here. You know, we get a lot of downloads with you. Really? Mm-hmm. The podcast gets a lot of downloads. It must be your soothing voice. Am I am I getting to be one of the more popular uh, doctors on this uh, podcast? I think so. <laughs> You're the, one of the top two doctors, two that are doing it, are you and Dr. Mystery. So. Well, it's good to be uh, the second or uh, right. like we're the second busiest uh, urology group That's in town right. so so many things lining up we have do- dr yang i hope to have in a future segment again soon it's been a while we have dr stacy ong in our practice so we have you four fabulous doctors we're going to be adding on some new doctors in the future so stay we're growing tuned. stay tuned all there all my competitors you know. <laughs> that's right maybe one of your fellow doctors <laughs> coming to join us. it's like a terrible game show that they don't know about we have a bunch of amazing mid-levels as well we have dustin fontenot uh, leonore brown jason ramsdale we have brand new heather lens we have an integrative wellness provider Writer Shafali Ravula. Who am I missing? That's a lot right there. I, I mean, that, I mean, you got it, Angela Treadway. We got Dr. Treadway, Treadway, who's our physical therapist for pelvic floor physical therapy. Dr. Leip, who's also with us for pelvic floor physical therapy. We have sex therapy. We have sleep study on site. We have everything, Dr. J. Exactly. That's why we have four awesome locations. And where can they find us? <laughs> I can take your line. <laughs> <laughs> he does so well on the show. You can find us in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, or Dripping Springs. But if you're in Europe or Asia, that doesn't doesn't matter you, because you can just listen to our free podcast. Ah, so <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Is that a yes? An Asian? <laughs> yes. Well, I speak five languages. You that's know. right. You do speak five languages, which comes in handy when we need you around the clinic that's to do right. stuff. Uh, you can send your incredible questions to Armor Men's Health at gmail.com or you can visit our website and go through that channel it's armormenshealth.com we know we get a lot of emailed questions every week Dr. J in, in many languages so shoot shoot them out <laughs> whatever you got in any language I will thank reply God for the fluently. translate button translate <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We do have a question. It's very similar to questions we've gotten in the past, but they're still coming in. So I thought I'd just go ahead and ask this one particularly. Dear doctor, I have testicle pain, but only in my left testicle. When I wake up, I don't have it in my right testicle. I did have a mesh in the past. And he goes on and on about that. What are your thoughts on that? Why would he have pain in one testicle and not the other? Do they always have pain in both testicles? No, that's a good point. Good question. Um, The thing I like to say is that we are, as men, our own internal controls. So, you know, the testicles, even though they're right next door, neighbors to each other. They're independent. Um, they're independent. Makes sense. As a quick aside, I heard a great funny joke the other day. I, oh. I, I know it's, it's how is a 60-year-old man like a Christmas tree? <laughs> there are balls involved. Yeah. Tell me. Well, you got dead wood and the balls are just for ornaments. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tis the season. Sorry about that. Uh, specifically, just because anyway. we want to keep a lighter view on all this, uh, but we are in control that we... What happens on one does not necessarily happen to the other. And if you feel a mass, certainly you can say that's different than the one on the other side. Now, mm-hmm. for this specific patient, I'm thinking you slept on it wrong or something. Or if there's positional differences, you start to wonder for non-testicular causes. Mm-hmm. So the testicles are right there for all to feel. If you don't feel anything on one side that feels different than the other side, you say, what is going on with this specific testicle relative to the right? And it could be a, a neurogenic source, like I've got a pinched nerve in my back, positional pain. You mentioned the, the hernia mesh. We'd, first thing I'd think about is, did they do a mesh and did they trap some nerve under that mesh? So hmm. so nerve pain, surgical, post-surgical pain, other reasons besides organic testicular pain. I, I've got to say, probably about a coin flip. How many times people hmm. come to me with testicular pain when I find something 
intrinsically wrong to that specific testicle to say it is the testicle as the source of your pain. We can do ultrasounds to prove it, make sure it's not a mass, make sure it's not a flow problem, make sure it's nothing else. And then you say, you know what? It ain't your testicle, hmm. something else. Okay. Well, that's definitely something you want to see a doctor for. <laughs> yeah. And we can start with us because we're the obvious store, you know, source to say, right. yeah, that's why you rob banks. That's where the money's at. You know, right. <laughs> that's why you go to urologist. This is where we find ball pain. What so. an interesting analogy. That's why you rob a bank. That's, That's where right. the money's at. That's right. You've okay. heard that, right? I got a bumper sticker on the way. Uh, I have another question kind of along the similar lines. Yes. Doctor, diagnosed and treated for epididymitis pain in the past. I'm 61 years old and I have a dull pain in my right groin area. The constant dull pain is similar to the epididymitis pain. Um, he does not have an epididymitis diagnosis, he said, with his current urologist, but they cannot identify the cause of the discomfort. I sometimes experience erection and or firmness issues due to this condition. When I was previously diagnosed and treated for epididymitis, the pain, erection, and firmness issues were resolved. Could the constant dull pain be related to nerve damage? Hmm, there's a lot there. I think, first of all, we'd want to see what the... Um past history of epididymitis was it ever confirmed radiographically Let's also tell everybody what epididymitis is if they don't know yeah okay so good point the epididymis is behind the testicle you know you can feel it you know when it's not swollen especially uh, that it um, it's the first place where sperm mature Mm. Uh, on that note, I just as an aside, because you know I like to sell interesting side stories um, <laughs> and, and jokes. How long does it take a sperm to get from testicle to the outside world? That's a good question. How long does sperm it. take to get? Yeah. It's not a joke. It's a real. It's a real question. question. Yeah. What would you guess? While you're having sex, like what? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a premature ejaculation question, <laughs> but yes, uh, for some, it's twenty-seven minutes. Twenty-seven minutes. The uh, question is, in, uh, your answer is incorrect. It is ninety-two days. <laughs> oh, that's something. Ninety-two days. Yeah, so I did not know that. Isn't it amazing? And and where they mature is in the epididymis. They travel down that little journey. All these little swimmers up the epididymis, down okay. the epididymis to get out of you, takes a three-month journey. That's why when we do vasectomies, you're not cleared right away. Right. So that's where the maturation happens. So th imagine that journey of 300 million swimmers, which is the average male ejaculate, believe it. Mm -hmm. Every time they there is an ejaculation, 300 million sperm took 90 days to get out. I had and, no idea. And, and all but maybe two or three times it, it, it actually accomplished the goal. Isn't that something? That's amazing. <laughs> amazing. That makes me want to say, just keep swimming. Just That's right. Because we're all winners. We're all champions. We're all there at the front of the line. All of us were there, number one, and in, in, in mom's egg's eyes. But anyway, uh, so the point do? for the epididymis, uh, we we're go. getting way off the rails here. <laughs> but I just think it's an interesting story. So the epididymis is where they kind of mature and they figure out the good ones get to the front of the line and so forth. And then mm -hmm. they shoot down the vas and out they go. So in this case, we want to prove there's epididymitis. You know, was there an ultrasound that showed it? Sounds like there was, or at least someone clinically diagnosed it. Again, there's a symmetry involved. You can mm -hmm. see that one side swollen versus the other. Mm -hmm. I, I wonder about the erections almost being a component of it really hurts down there. I don't want to have intercourse kind of thing. Like I got better and suddenly I feel better. If you got a swollen nut, you're not going to want to have sex. Right. I mean, you know, really? like no matter what. Yeah. It's, it's like, like postpartum women like, yeah, no, let's go for it. No, no. It's like, like it's I need not let things happen. Let's get, leave the boys alone for right now. Gotcha. Um, maybe some are truly motivated. Others, most of us are not. <laughs> so you do wonder if, if there's pain, of course you say, let's get the pain. And then secondarily, the erections will improve. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know about nerve damage. There shouldn't be nerves there that should be unlike the question about the hernia and the mesh that there could be a nerve entrapment or a back disc problem that caused it. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you want to know there were actually 
was epididymitis. A lot of times you see it on ultrasound. They say, ah, it's probably epididymitis. Now, let like let someone actually lay hands on you who knows what you're talking about. Right. And then you can say, yeah, epididymitis, ultrasound proved it. Here's some antibiotics. You got better. But I don't think there should be any neurologic sequelae unless you've developed cysts or some problem afterwards like a spermatocele or some kind of pocket that's formed because of the infection that you had. And tell everybody what a spermatocele is. It's just a little epididymal cyst. It's a little, basically a little trapping, um, little sperm kind of find a little pocket within that epididymis. So they'll, they are also called epididymal head or epididymal tail cysts. Mm-hmm. They're just little pockets. So they can grow the size of a testicle um, and occasionally have to get taken out. Right. With regards to the, the quote unquote nerve damage, is it because you think it's because there's like a sensory of a nerve in that area that there really isn't? There really isn't. No. I mean, because I mean, obviously there are nerves that tell you I hurt, you know, right. all the way, but there's not like an isolated nerve that runs right next to the epididymis. You say, ah, that epididymis got like a nerve damage to it, you know. So oh, I gotcha. think there could be inflammation, certainly. You know, we, we sell anti-inflammatories, and that's how I usually treat a lot of these testicular pains because think about it. Most of the time, you just have to manage it. Once you've ruled out the scary stuff of cancer, flow problems, you know, infection, mm-hmm. then really it's just a question of I don't need nerve surgery or, you know, or maybe you do. Maybe if all else fails, you need a spermatic cord denervation, you know, something to help take away these nerves altogether. But that's not going to be where this, this question is. Like the epididymis mm-hmm. somehow got hurt and that's the nerve next to it that got hurt. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. They're also It's also close and connected down there. That right. It's probably confusing when, Again, the, when you have a feeling of pain. That's right. The nerves have to come out of the testicles to tell you that I'm hurting and they're going to run up the spermatic cord next to the vas, next to you know the vessels that go in and out. But it's not because the epididymis itself was injured that causes secondary nerve injury. Gotcha. And that's uh, that makes sense why there would be that nerve sensation. Uh, well, Dr. Giacomi, Lucas Giacomides is a board certified urologist and he's with our practice and a you urology specialist. Thank you for answering those questions and providing that amazing joke. My pleasure. Um, thank you. Yes, use that one at home. Your friends will love you. <laughs> I'll, I'll try it. to have a joke every time, actually. I, I get told one every single day. And send your jokes in the emails as well. I, yeah, absolutely. And they do sometimes. I had a patient call, actually, and said, I wanted to tell you a joke. And I said, well, thank you. So uh, we appreciate that. You can call us at 512-238-0762. Our email address for all these amazing questions is armormenshealth at gmail.com. It's super easy to remember. Listen to our podcast wherever you listen to free podcasts and just keep swimming just keep swimming we're all there at the front dr mystery wants to hear from you email questions to armormenshealth at gmail.com we'll be right back with the armor men's health hour 